Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on a lot of life's logistics, like planning and wellness, along with some fun things like skincare and reading. And overall, we just throw in a whole lot of life. Around here, we know that life is messy, but we're just doing our best to learn how to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, I'm going to be going first, sharing some simple practices that I have been putting into place recently especially as we've been getting back to school and getting into our new routines and everything that I feel like are little things that are helping to keep me sane. So maybe there'll be some little things that will help you too. Maybe you'll be like, Mackenzie, seriously, you haven't just been doing these things and that's okay too because we're all about the honesty here. And and yes, some of them are some like, yeah, wow, that's a real revelation. (laughs) But I just want to be honest with where I am at in this journey and how things have been going and how I'm trying to stay on top of things a little bit better. So we are going to get into that in today's episode. But before we get there, I want to mention that we have some fun things happening with the Well Anyway newsletter. So I've really been getting after it and actually being consistent with it. And I'm super excited about that. Yeah, that's one of those things like really, Mackenzie, you really should have been doing that all along. I know, I know it was part of the whole imposter syndrome thing and whatever. And who wants to hear from me? But clearly you guys are listening every week. So you must be interested in some of the content that I have to put out. So I am trying to be more consistent with the newsletter. Man, this episode is really just really putting it all out there for you guys today. Okay, so the newsletter. We now have two newsletters every week. We have one that goes out on Sunday, usually, or Monday, but it's happening at the beginning of the week, and then on Thursday. So the Sunday newsletter, that's what I'm aiming for, is a planning newsletter. It's all about some tips and tricks of things that I do to help with my planning or to help me stay on top of things. In fact, some of the things that I'm going to mention today, I have deep dived in recent newsletters. And then I'm also starting to share some little things like favorites that I found, things that I'm looking forward to in the week, articles I'm reading, books I'm reading, all that kind of thing you can find in that Sunday newsletter. Then on Thursdays, we're doing a little bit of a recap of things that are going on. So anything that I have put out new in the podcast or on YouTube or on Instagram or any other content out there in the Live Well Anyway platform, you're going to be able to find there updates on the fall challenge and all of that kind of thing you can find in that Thursday edition of the newsletter. So if you want to stay on top of things and you want some of that information, plus when you subscribe, we've got some freebies like a Trello board for planning and we've got the fall challenge guide and there'll be continuously some new fun freebie things that are going to be coming out just exclusively for newsletter subscribers. So if I have you convinced, you're like, yeah, that sounds good. doesn't sound like just one more newsletter cluttering up my inbox. It sounds like one that I actually want to read. Well, then hop over to mackenziecoppa.substack.com and I would love for you to sign up there and we can be in touch. And one of the things I really like about this newsletter platform is that you can reply directly to the email and will come straight to me. And you can also chat in the comments and get to know each other and we can be formulating even more of this Live Well Anyway community, which is one of the things I love about this podcast is all of you. And when you guys interact together, it's so much fun. So mackenziecoppa.substack.com. That's where you can find all of the goods on the newsletter, and I would love to have you be a part of it. 
All right. Without further ado, let's talk about some things that are currently saving my life right now, some little practices that are helping to keep me sane, which is really quite a task, if I'm being honest. So if you can hear that, I'm moving my little post-it notes because I didn't even put this in a digital format. I am working off of post-it notes today because sometimes you just love a good post-it note. Okay, the first one is a real duh, you guys. But this little thing I had really let go of, and I didn't realize even just how much I had let go of it until I started doing it again. And uh, that's putting things away after you get them out. I know. This is like rocket science, you guys. I'm serious, though. So the, the first place... I mean, this was happening in a lot of places in my house where things, you just get them out and you just like leave them out because, oh, I'm going to use that again later or I'm going to use that again tomorrow morning. So I don't want to put it out. You know, like I, I just started leaving things where they were and then my space started getting really cluttered. Go figure. And so the first place that I decided, okay, I'm going to start really putting things away was my bathroom because even my kids were like, holy cow, mom, your bathroom. It just felt like piles upon piles of skincare products and hair products and different hair, you know, attachments to hair dryers and flat irons and all kinds of makeup. And I don't really exactly know how it got as bad as it did. I had tried some different organizational things. I even put a lazy Susan on the counter for a little while, but even that took up so much space. And so I finally decided like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of a clear out here and I'm just going to decide to put things away, like literally just shut the drawer, just shut the makeup drawer. Why do you have to leave the makeup drawer open? Like you can very easily open that again, Mackenzie, this shouldn't be a big deal. So I started doing that. I started just putting the stuff away in the morning or before bed when I was doing my evening routine. And lo and behold, (laughs) the space actually stays a lot nicer to be in. And it was such a small thing. I don't know why it felt like such a hurdle. But I think like over, especially the last year, things have felt so intense and so hard. And I just started being in survival mode in more areas than I think I even realized I was in. And everything just felt like it took so much effort, even shutting my makeup drawer or putting away the hair stuff when I was done with it, or just like little things like that felt tiring and hard for some reason. So I just stopped doing them. (laughs) And I was really starting to get frustrated with my space and being like, I don't want to live like this. And I tend to notice that if the space is cleaner to begin with, then when my kids come into it, they typically do a little bit less damage anyway. They leave their stuff out a little bit less because they notice like, oh, this isn't this isn't normal. It actually feels nice. It actually feels clean. And they, they don't keep it perfect for sure, but it doesn't get to the level that it had been at. And so I've just started practicing this putting things away 
thing. So it started with my bathroom and I saw the difference that it was making there. And then I did kind of some overhauls and some spaces like my bedroom and the girl's room. And then I just did the downstairs too. I cleared out a ton of paperwork that had been sitting on the counter. And well, if we're being honest, it was the the paperwork from last school year that I still hadn't gone through. So I went ahead and I went through all of that. And I even went through this stack of papers next to my desk. And I did like all of those kinds of things. I just decided I was going to get after it and I was going to get them done. And then, yes, have my kids brought home stuff from school that's ended up on the counter and, you know, whatnot? Uh Uh-huh. Of course, that happens. But because I'm in this mode of, well, let's put it away, I'm being better about getting them to take care of the things that they need to take care of because I think that was part of the kind of like giving up too. Like I wasn't staying on top of making sure they were learning to do their routines and do the things that they needed to do. And of course, they're probably not going to, you know, take the helm on that and do it for themselves. And so if I'm not being on top of it, then they're not being on top of it. And then that just leads to even bigger problems. So I've been making sure they know the expectations of what they need to do and going over those things with them frequently, having them posted around the house. We've talked about that before when we're going into like routines and all that kind of stuff, them knowing the expectations and and talking about it. Even when I'm taking them to school in the morning, I'll be like, okay, what does it look like after school? What do you need to do when you get home from school? Like already getting it in their heads. So we've been doing that. But Just getting on top of that space downstairs even has helped me to keep my counters more cleared off. It's helped me to keep things picked up off the floor. It helps me to then be able to vacuum more frequently and doing all those kinds of things. And the space feels so much calmer. It just feels like so much more peaceful in my house. And for the first time, and I don't know how long, I was thinking like, I could have someone come over here and just show up and I wouldn't be like, oh gosh, (laughs) it's so bad. And I'm sure it's going to get to that place again at some point and I'll have to write the ship. But I just am more in this mode right now of put it away. Just take care of the thing. And it's helping me to feel more sane. It's helping me to feel more calm. It's helping me to feel like my house is manageable again and it hasn't just like gone to the dogs. It's not like... A whole hurricane has whipped through here. It took some work to get on top of it. There were a couple of weekends where I just devoted a lot of time to organizing, to getting rid of things, to making sure that the space was nicer to be in. And then it's just been a lot easier to stay on top of it because... I am putting that into practice. Now, another thing, because there are those points in the week, I find especially by Thursday, it feels like every week, things, you know, I've been doing a pretty good job of staying on top of it, but they maybe are, you know, a little bit farther from where they were on, say, Monday. And so I like to, for me, I've done this in years past also, make Thursday mornings after I've dropped everybody off at school, I just set a timer for 30 minutes or an hour, however much time I think I need to just write the ship. To just kind of like not doing a deep clean of anything, but just kind of like whipping through the whole space. I mean, like what can I take care of pretty easily to get things back on track? Are there things on the counter? Are there things the kids have left on the stairs that really just need to go to their bedrooms? Are there a couple of loads of laundry that I can run 
and just kind of like get that going. I always kind of think of that Thursday morning as that right the ship time. So we can go into the last, you know, couple evenings of the week and go into the weekend without it being completely insane. Because that's another thing that we've been doing is a weekend routine. So we haven't gotten it down perfectly yet. And that's something else I mentioned on Instagram recently. And I want to say it here also is we put these great routines and practices and home systems and all the stuff into place. We do the scheduling. We get it all figured out. We think we know how it's going to run during the school year. And then people don't cooperate. We don't have the motivation. We don't have the follow through, which is something we talked about on last week's podcast. You know, things start to kind of, you know, feel overwhelming and it feels like we just want to throw everything out the window. And I am trying to really remember this year that one bad night or one bad week doesn't make a whole bad school year. Like there are still good things that I have planned and I have figured out that really will work well, but there is a certain amount of needing to establish that muscle memory for our routines and getting people really knowing what it is the next right thing is they're supposed to be doing and kind of getting into that mode again in order for us to be successful. Okay, ladies, I want to tell you about something that I legitimately love and I use every single day. I have noticed a difference in the way that I feel, the way I feel like my brain works, my energy levels, and that is Athletic Greens, AG1. It has just been such a simple way for me to get so many nutrients in one shot. It's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens all packed into one scoop of one powder. And lately, let me tell you how I've been drinking it lately. I had been just doing it in water, which is fine, and I don't mind that. The taste is very palatable. But lately, to get even more bang for my buck, I've actually been throwing it in my morning berry smoothie that I've been making. So I've been putting a little bit of collagen in there with it and really just having like this supercharged morning smoothie. And the greens just incorporate so well. It doesn't make it taste funky at all. It's just been this really easy way to get a hit of huge nutrients first thing in the morning. It totally changes the way that I feel throughout my day. I feel like everything is getting more balanced in my system, which I have really been needing. I feel like it's helping me to stay better focused throughout the day now that my kids are back at school and I have this chance to just really be able to buckle down and work and put in a lot of deep work. It's helping me to stay focused, stay on top of things, not just feel like drained and like my energy is gone, but I'm actually able to do so much more and pack so much into my days when I'm taking care of myself with AG1. I do not want to be without this stuff. It is one of those things that is going to remain a staple in my daily healthcare routine and wellness routine because I really do feel like it is helping me to stay healthier. It is supporting my gut health, my nervous system, my immune system, energy, recovery, aging, all of the things. It has got 
got packed into just one scoop of AG1. Plus, it costs less than having a whole bunch of different pills and vitamins that you're taking. I get so much bang for my buck in just this one thing. And I'm not the only person who thinks so. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes, which I am clearly not, but I'm still getting all the benefits from. And to top it all off, they're just an amazing company. They are climate neutral certified company, and they've even done things like purchase carbon credits that support projects protecting old growth rainforests. And they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious foods to kids, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. So you can support a great company, plus help to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with this convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water or your smoothie every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash livewell. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash live well to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Athleticgreens.com slash live well. So part of that is us establishing our evening routines, but I would say an even bigger part of that is us getting that weekend routine down. I've talked about this before, but I'm finding even more things that I want to be adding to that routine to make sure that we can start the week off on a good foot. Getting those outfits picked out for the week, that's always a really big one for us because we have so much back and forth with our parenting plan that's sort of crazy. Making sure that the girls' bags are packed for those nights that they're going to have to go for the midweek or the next weekend so we don't have to worry about it the night before. Making sure that everybody knows when they have all of their stuff for the week and getting all of that ready on the weekend. So making sure that dance bags are packed and if somebody needs to make sure they have a certain, you know, tennis shoe that they're wearing on a certain day for cross country or PE or whatever it is, like making sure we all have that stuff figured out, prepared, ready to go. Another one is breakfast because I am not a very good breakfast mom. I don't enjoy being a breakfast mom, but I've been trying to do a few things to make it a little bit easier, like make little smoothie packets that I can easily throw in the blender, have everything just in there ready to go. I've been making some breakfast burritos on the weekend that they can warm up and eat throughout the week. Just some simple things like that so they have more options than just a bagel or yogurt or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that, and that's what we end up doing a lot of the time, but I'm just trying to have a little bit more options and things that we have prepared so that we don't have to think about it in the week. The evening routine helps our morning routines to go well, and the weekend routine helps our evening routines to work well. So we're still getting into that mode, but making sure that I'm getting laundry done and getting the house ready so I feel like we can just start off the week fresh has been really helpful for my mental state and feeling less overwhelmed when we hit Monday morning. Another thing that helps me as I'm going into a Monday is making sure that I have wrapped my head around what is happening that week. I kind of just mentioned that with making sure the kids know like when their activities are and that sort of thing. But me even working through in my brain like what the next morning looks like. I will literally sit there and think like, okay, I'm going to wake up 
It's probably going to take me about this long to get out of bed. And then first thing I'm going to do is drink some water, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth. Like I, I walk through that in my head because then when I wake up in the morning, I can move into action instead of trying to figure it out. And you're like, well, doesn't everybody just get up and brush their teeth? Well, yes. But as I go through even like, okay, I'm going to do this. And if I'm trying to add something new into my routine, like I want to do my rebounder and I want to make sure that I dry brush before I get in the shower. And when I go through those things in my head, I'm less likely to leave them out and less likely to just not follow the plan that I had created. If I've just written it out and I figured out that plan and it was a few days ago or whatever, I don't have it fresh in my mind. But when I actually go over it and I think about it, I think about the next day, I think about my work day, what comes after what, how I'm going to have that flow throughout the day and also how I'm going to have that flow throughout the week. It just helps me to be so much more effective. It helps me to waste less time and it helps me to spend less Less time in that decision mode or trying to figure it out, figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Another thing that I would piggyback off of that is that I am trying to move more into action. So this is kind of on that same idea of putting things away and why it's so helpful to me to have wrapped my head around the next day, around the coming week, is because it helps me to move more into action. So much of the time, because I am such a planner and I enjoy planning things and I want to figure out as much as I can, that then that hampers me from doing the things or I get stuck and I don't know what the right decision is or what the right move is to plan. And so I get stuck just trying to figure out, well, what is it I should do and how does that work and what am I going to be doing and how do I get all of these things to happen and how can I batch work that thing and this thing, but then I never end up doing it at all. And so I'm trying to force myself to just move into action more, to just stop thinking about it, stop trying to figure things out and just put feet to the floor. So sometimes I have to literally tell myself when I am in planning mode, okay, just put this down. What thing can you actually do that's going to make a difference right now? And maybe that's something with my business that I can like, okay, I know that I can just hop over to this website and put in five auditions and that is something I can just move on. I don't really have to think about it. I can just do it. Or maybe it's I need a break from all of this work stuff. I can't think about it right now. My brain is going nowhere. It's feeling fuzzy. I just need to go do dishes or I need to go flip the laundry or I need to go and make myself something to eat. (laughs) Like whatever it is, I'm trying to kind of have those things in the back of my head that I can just move into action. What is something you can do right now and not let myself get stuck so often in the paralysis of planning mode and the trying to figure out things mode because it's very easy to get overwhelmed. It's very easy to get bogged down by that decision fatigue. And when I kind of give myself some boundaries, some parameters to, okay, you're not going to decide anything else right now. You just need to do something. You need to have something to show for the end of this day. It helps me to move into a space that allows me to get more done and feel a little bit more productive when I do that. And I also am getting to that place where I hit sort of that mid-afternoon slump, and I get really tired. And I'm like, well, 
you know, a nap is sounding good or maybe I just need to like check out and do something that's non-work related, but I actually have to sit down and tell myself, okay, but when you get to six o'clock tonight, what are you going to feel better about? That you took a 20 minute nap or that you did 20 minutes of work on this one thing and made some real progress and you just buckled down and did it. And sometimes you legitimately like need the break and you're worn out and that's a thing. But I'm trying to push myself more into doing the action item. What can I do that's going to make a difference? What can I do that when I get to the end of the day, I'm going to think, okay, I got those things done and I feel really good about that. That can be really hard sometimes and I don't always do a very good job of it, but I am trying to keep that in my mind more that just just get up and do things because I think that as I hit the overwhelm, especially over this past year and, you know, all of us in the pandemic and the survival mode and the constant things not being sure and not really knowing like what one week was going to look compared to the next and it just, it all started to feel like so much and I feel like I did get paralyzed a lot of times of like, I just wanted to pull the covers up over my head. And so it is kind of trying to retrain my brain and my body to do something. Just do something. Anything that is going to show progress, just do something. And that is helping me to just feel even better about myself by the end of the day instead of just like, oh, wow, you let another day go by that was not very productive. It's helping me to feel like a little less of a failure, which could totally be an Enneagram 3 thing where I feel like I need to have something to show. But I I do feel like I am able to rest better in the evening if I felt like I made good choices and I moved into action during the day. Ladies, those hormones, they can really feel like they're out to get you sometimes, right? I mean, we're always dealing with them changing, whether it's PMS or premenopause or menopause or just, you know, the normal things that happen throughout the month. It can sometimes feel a little defeating to not really be able to do a whole lot about it naturally. Well, Bonafide is here to change all of that because Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany these hormonal fluctuations that we deal with because every woman deserves relief without compromise. So they provide naturally powerful remedies to safely treat these natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. In fact, one of their brand new products, Sylvessa, is here to help with the effects that happen on our skin and hair. Now, you know, I really like me some good skincare. And so Sylvessa helps me to keep that supple, young glow, helps my skin to stay hydrated and my hair to stay thick and full and healthy because they have created the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by estrogen decline. And they do it from the inside out. You take a daily capsule and use their hair serum and their skin serum and you will notice dramatic results. I have been using this lately. I absolutely love it. My skin feels amazing afterward. My hair feels like it's glowing. You really have got to give it a try if you are feeling those effects towards, you know, those premenopausal symptoms. I think you're really going to like Sylvessa. But they've got products out there for all the other hormonal things that you might be dealing with. So you're going to want to check out Bonafide. They're effective. They're naturally sourced, clinically validated. They have safety and quality as their top concerns. They're recommended by over 8,300 doctors and over 333,000 women have felt the effects and benefits 
benefits of Bonafide. So give Bonafide a try today. There's no hormones and no prescription required. It's just real relief without the compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use the promo code livewell. That's hellobonafide.com slash livewell and code livewell. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L to get our special offer. And for the best prices and free shipping, you're going to want to go to the hellobonafide.com slash livewell website. This is a special offer just for livewell listeners. So check it out and use the promo code livewell today. Okay, another thing that is pretty basic that is helping me to keep my sanity is not trying to remember everything, to just go ahead and write things down. Now, I mean this in a lot of different forms, whether it's a shopping list item that I can tell to my Echo or I can put right into my plan to eat app or even, you know, using those trusty post-it notes or using the notes app on my phone, whatever it is, I'm trying to not be the holder of all the things in my brain. So I'm trying to put those down. If it's big emotions that I'm working through, then I'm trying to actually process those out, write down what I'm feeling about things, whether it's journaling them or, again, putting them in the notes app. Because a lot of times once I write something down, I can process it better. Sometimes even if I have to have like a really serious texting conversation with someone, I will go ahead and do it in the notes app instead of in the text so that I can really like get in there, write down everything I'm really feeling, maybe that I really want to say, then go back and maybe nice it up a little bit. (laughs) Sometimes I will even make notes to myself in parentheses, like you're not actually going to send this part, but maybe you just needed to vent it out for a second. And also you don't run that risk of accidentally sending it to the person (laughs) when you've got it in the notes app. You're just going to go ahead and like, you know, make your rough draft there, get all your thoughts out, get all your points out, and then you can reformat that and, you know, make it a little bit, a little bit more palatable for people and you get more bees with honey. So, you know, but you've also been able to process it and write it down. So I'm writing down the things, I'm getting them out of my head, everything from my emotions to my shopping list, another great thing, another great place really to be documenting how I'm feeling. And this also helps me to have data from month to month about my emotions and my hormones. I know because I'm that girl is the Moody app. I have talked about the Moody Month app before. I have a subscription because I really like it. But I love to be able to go into that app and say, okay, I'm on day 23. Moody how is it I'm supposed to be feeling today? And they're going to be like, you might be a little off your rocker today and you might be feeling a little insular and your estrogen and your progesterone are dropping out and you may need a little bit of extra, you know, love and care towards yourself today because you're a little bit of a crazy person. And I'm, and then they say, does that sound right? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You've just validated how crazy I feel. Thank you. And then, you know, It helps me to hopefully be a little bit more in control of myself when I'm around the people that I love. But even just like having it tell me and then in that app, I can also document how I'm feeling energy wise and my mood and how I feel about relationships and finances and work and, you know, all of that stuff. I can put it all in there on just little slide scales 
And then it keeps track of that. And then the next month, it'll say, this is kind of how you were feeling last month. Is that is that accurate? Are you feeling that way again? Okay. Well, this is why. And so it just helps me to feel less insane because it's like, oh, there's legitimate reasons, which I know that. I mean, I feel like I am kind of like an avid studier of the female cycle and how it affects so many things about our brain and our mood and our bodies and all the things. But just having that little bit of reassurance, you know, I'm also like a words of affirmation girl. (laughs) And so it's like this app is giving that to me. It's like, hey, girl, we see you. We know you're crazy today. It's okay. It's going to be all right. You're going to be good to go. And then even on the days when I'm not like PMSing or whatever, and it's just like, hey, you're having an upswing. Go hang out with some friends today. That's a good choice for you. I'm like, yeah, man, thank you for validating that I feel like normal and decent today. It's just like, it's a, yeah, it's a good one. If you need the words and you also want to feel like somebody really sees where you're at, it's a good app. It helps you to feel just a little bit more, a little bit more sane and a little bit more seen. Okay, another thing, as long as we're talking about kind of like bringing in information, is I really am loving staying sort of inspired and filling up on instruction or things that I find to be really interesting. I mean, I think that a really amazing job of this has been on Instagram. I've been watching Elizabeth Holmes and she will link to her. I think it's E. Holmes on Instagram, but she has been covering all of the royal stuff with the death of the queen and everything from the fashion to the pageantry to like every step she's shown highlights and why they're making the choices they're making and answering questions about what is going on behind the scenes and she's in touch with people and she has done such a beautiful and precise job of documenting this time in history and giving a lot of fun facts that I would have never otherwise known. And I love to have a good fun fact. I am like the most annoying trivia person ever. And so it has just really been filling that cup for me. I'm, you know, I love watching all the royal stuff and she does such a beautiful job of curating it. And so I've been filling up on that. Then I also follow a few Instagrammers who are like really into biohacking and that sort of thing. Some of my favorites are Carly Loves Kale, Angie Green, Biohacking Bombshell. I mean, I follow quite a few, but I really love those gals. And then I've also really been liking following Living with Landon. I followed her for a really long time just for life stuff and decor and fashion. She's just been coming out with her fall edits, which has been really helpful as I've been thinking about trying to come into more of the trends, which we're going to be talking about in an upcoming episode. And then also Charlie Goss has been great for fashion trends and trying to update things, stepping away from my skinny jeans and getting more on trend with where things are at. But I've just been learning from all of these ladies. 
And I've not only been going back and watching a lot of their highlights and their stories and looking back at their posts that have a lot of great information in them, but I've also been going to their websites and seeing like what they have there and what resonates with me, what doesn't, what stuff do they talk about that I haven't known about before, what kind of products are they using and for what purposes and what things are they helping. And it's just been so good for me to kind of be in this position of learning and absorbing things and digesting them in a way that will work for my life and being able to weed out what I'm not interested in and taking in what I am interested in. I feel like I'm in that position of doing the same thing for my business right now. I've been taking more boot camps and courses to better organize things and be able to do a better job with my newsletter and to think about possible courses that I can be offering you guys, maybe turning the cohort into more of a course style thing or a boot camp so that more people can access it and really looking at the logistics of all of that and and learning from other people who have gone before me and done a good job of it. Another great place that I've been going to to get some of these courses and this inspiration has been Skillshare because I have this one membership, but it has so many different kinds of courses, everything from more hobby kinds of things that I want to be doing, like drawing or digital stuff with Procreate or all of that kind of thing in there. But it also has a ton of classes for business and helping me to leverage social media better and all of that kind of thing. There's so much packed into Skillshare. I've been really impressed with it and that I can get so much out of just this one membership, which I'm really enjoying. By the way, they're not sponsoring this podcast, but I am an affiliate. Though I did pay for my own Skillshare membership at full price because I love it that much and I found it to be so valuable. And if you are interested in checking into Skillshare, trying it out, this week through September 22nd, they actually have 40% off a yearly membership, which is amazing. So you can go to mckenziecoppacom slash Skillshare. It will take you there and then you can use the code CREATE40OFF to get 40% off of a Skillshare subscription. We will also have that link in the show notes if you want to look into that. But I have had Skillshare for probably about four months now and I just feel like it's a game changer. My kids have used it for classes. We've had so much fun with it and there's just so much there. But anyway, I've been using it for even stuff for my business. It has been really helpful for me, especially as the kids have gone back to school and it's this time in the year where I get to buckle back down and get after my business again and really try to grow things and devote time to it to put myself in that position of learning and really come to the table and be like, what do you have to offer me? What can I absorb? And then what can I put into practice? And it helps me to stay inspired. It helps me to stay motivated. It helps me to create more discipline in my life to get those things done. And I think overall, it's just a really helpful practice for us to kind of constantly put inspiration in front of our faces so that we want to better ourselves and we want to keep striving to be better people and to make better choices and to be healthier and all of those things. I I don't do a very good job of doing that just on my own. But when I'm following people who are showing me what they're doing and they're constantly like giving that inspiration or just 
just surprising me with fun knowledge, like Elizabeth Holmes, not that not that the Queen's death is fun, but things like behind the scenes that I never would have thought about or known about. And it just helps me to feel a little bit more alive. It helps me to feel invested in things. And like, I want to keep striving through my day. And it gives me those little nuggets of things that I look forward to. You know, when I get through a really intense chunk of I'm going to buckle down and work, do some deep work, then when I can check in on Instagram and watch the latest on what has been happening in London, it's been just like this little treat, this little morsel that I get to look forward to. And it helps me to then get back down to deeper work and then be able to come back up again and have these little like nuggets of things that I enjoy and are interesting and informative. And it's just been a really helpful practice for me, I feel like, over these past few weeks, especially as the kids have been going back to school and you kind of like got to get your head back on straight of, well, how am I doing and what does this look like? And so those are some of the things that are helping me to just keep filling up and keep, you know, staying inspired to keep doing the job that I need to do. Because there are some real times where I just feel like, oh, I don't even know how to do this or even know what to talk about. And so those are really helpful times for me to then turn to people who are doing a good job of it in their businesses and learn from them and be able to then make the necessary adjustments to keep striving for my business and growing it and and helping come up with more things to help all of you. That's been a really helpful thing for me to be learning more about even recently is just how can I serve my listeners? How can I serve all of you and help you to walk more easily through your days? Because I really do feel like we walk so arm in arm. A lot of us are in these same boats and I get to try out a lot of the things and I have the the platform to be talking about it, but I want it to be stuff that is valuable to you guys and you can find to be helpful and fun and beneficial. And so it's just really been a really good challenge to be learning from these people who do such a good job of serving their audience audience, of serving their community, and being able to translate that into hopefully being able to serve you guys better. And one last thing, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put it right here, right as a part of the episode, because it's true. It is a sponsor of the podcast this week, and you guys have heard about them a million times, but it's Plan to Eat. That's the final thing that I'm going to mention that is helping me to keep my sanity right now. I've talked about it a thousand times before, but knowing what we're going to have, and I've been expanding it even into our breakfast, kind of like I mentioned, even into my lunches a lot of days, and then definitely for our dinners. Being able to go in there, I've really been trying to make some menus to help us be able to repeat the process this year because now we know sort of what our evenings are going to look like and which evenings are busier than other evenings. And so I'm able to make these meal plans, these menus that I can repeat over and over and over again. And I'm trying to do that work now so I can relieve some work for myself later. And plan to eat is what helps me to do that. It just is such a sleek system. I've been adding in a few more recipes recently from Half-Baked Harvest because she's one of my favorite websites to go to. And so we're going to be trying a new one out even this week that I'm super excited about. It's like this cheddar broccoli casserole thing that looks amazing. It's a one-pot dish, which I love even more. And so I can easily just copy that link, put it in plan to eat. It auto-populates the entire recipe in there with the picture and everything. I can really easily change the servings 
that we are using for our family because we've got a lot of people in our family and usually a lot of recipes don't serve quite as many as what we have here. So I can easily change the recipe by just changing the number of servings that I'm creating. It then makes my shopping list. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times throughout the week, I'm just going ahead and popping things into my shopping list right in my plan to eat app on my phone because I've always got it with me. And then I don't have to worry about forgetting my shopping list or anything like that. It's just such a sleek system. They've done such a good job of really creating a tried and true meal planning platform. You can coordinate with friends. You can get meal ideas. They host challenges. But even if all you do is house your recipes there and drag and drop them on your calendar, it helps me to not be in that panic mode and then not being prepared for the week mode. That's why I have my groceries. That was one one week. One week I didn't plan before Monday and I had to go and get the groceries on a Monday night. And I was like, dang it, this is my own fault because I know that when I use Plan to Eat and I follow through with it and I get the things that I need to have on hand, it relieves so much stress from all of the other evenings of my week get that done on the weekend, and then I'm good to go. And so I really just can't recommend Plan to Eat enough. I've been using it for eight years now. I will use it forevermore. And now is one of those times of the year that I think it's so key to help you out so much when you've got the onslaught of the activities from school and all of that to just simplify this part of your life. You can even plan on the go. If you are sitting at soccer, you can do it on your phone. It is that easy. And so, of course, they've got a special deal for us. You can get 30 days free and 30% off a yearly subscription if you go to plandeat.com slash live well. So again, that's 30 days free and 30% off a yearly subscription at plandeat.com slash live well. You can become my friend on there. We can share recipes and menus and all that kind of thing. It's such a game changer. I know that you will love it once you just get your feet in there and try it. And having a whole month free to be able to do it is a great opportunity to really see what it can do to change all of that decision fatigue and frustration you have over meals in your life. All right, you guys, I listed off a lot of different things, everything from the really obvious, like putting things away or our weekend routine or wrapping my head around the week, writing things down, moving into action, filling up on inspiration and instruction and planning those meals with my plan to eat. Those are the things that are really helping me to feel just like a little bit more sane person right now as we've got all the back to school, all the things going on. And all of the adjustment to new schedules and all of that, it can get overwhelming. But these things help me to feel more like myself and more on top of things and just less like a frazzled mom in general. So I would love to hear if you have things that you find to be really helpful. If you want to leave those in a comment on the show notes or get a hold of me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa, I would love to hear from you. We are going to have a post up for this episode. You can also DM me if you have ideas of things that could help me to be more sane. I want them. I want to hear them. Yes, please come tell me at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. You can also find the show notes for this 
this episode by swiping up in whatever app that you use to listen to the podcast, or you can go to mackenziecoppa.com slash podcast and be able to find everything there as well. All right, ladies, that's really it for this week's episode. I want to just give a quick reminder that if you do any shopping through our sponsors or through Amazon links or any of the links that we have in my link in bio on Instagram, those help to support the show. Plus, you can get some great deals on some of these things like Athletic Greens and Plan to Eat. And Amazon, if you go over there, we have been posting new lists with all kinds of things that we are using and loving. Katie and I are going to be doing a favorites episode soon where we will be talking about some of those favorite finds that we have found recently. But any of that shopping that you do through one of our affiliate or sponsor links helps to keep us on the air and we so appreciate it. All right, ladies, I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and until next week, go be bold and gracious. 